0: You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Karen Butler, Senior Editor. Brought to you by Supply Side West. Hello, and welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Karen Butler, Senior Editor. I am live in Las Vegas. It is day two of Supply Side West. The Expo Hall is just about to open, and you might be able to hear a little bit of the the crowd trickling in. Uh, There's a nice energy in the air, and we are excited to get things going in the Expo Hall today. So joining me today is Dr. Kieran Edwards. He is Chief Scientific Officer for Sibelius Natural Products. Dr. Edwards, welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: You bet. So yesterday, Dr. Edwards spoke at our healthy aging session and he shared a category overview, um, some of the attributes of aging, and focused particularly on cellular aging, which I found very interesting. So Dr. Edwards, regarding the session, we had uh, four different speakers there. Did anything surprise you or strike you as particularly informative?
1: Um, Yeah, it was a great session to be part of and I think it is good that we're talking about healthy aging at these kind of meetings Mm -hmm. now. Um, In terms of surprising, I don't know if surprising but informative and, and perhaps worth restating was the fact that inflammation came up as, as a big issue in, in all of the talks uh, in that session there and you know we know there's a number of different factors that contrib- contribute towards healthy aging but inflammation does have this major effect on our health as we age and increases as we age so it's a uh, you know it's clear that that's affecting our, our cardiovascular health where we heard about it affecting our cognitive health as well as we age so I think to just to reinstate the, the fact that that inflammation or inflammaging as it's. Yeah, sort of I was going to say inflammation. Yeah, exactly. Inflammaging is such a, a key contribution to the way we age and we need to try and get on top of inflammation to age more healthily.
0: Great point. So broadly speaking, what goes on in the body when we age?
1: Okay. So um, I used the uh, a World Health Organization description of aging during the talk to try and introduce and define what aging is. And, and a big part of um, that was talking about the accumulation of uh, cellular damage and um, and this this damage accumulating over time and and leading to a reduction in the function of our cells and tissues. I want to extend it beyond sort of this notion of damage to also kind of error and misregulation because it's not just damage; it's it's just you know things going wrong as we age, I suppose, in there, which all then compound with each other to reduce the function of our cells as we age, and then obviously. This reduced function leads on to the the typical um, declines in our physical performance as we age. So we know our muscle mass reduces and we get greater fat mass as a result. And, you know, things like osteoarthritis all generally making us more frail vision and and our hearing kind of decreases or declines as we age as well. In addition to that, we know that, you know, these errors are there increasing the risks of of various different age related conditions. So things like cardiovascular disease, cancer, um, these are things where age is the single most in critical risk factor for someone's chance of having that disease.
0: So that's all the bad news. Is there good news in terms of uh, uh, reversing things or evening things out?
1: Um, yes, yeah, so certainly there's there's a lot of encouraging information um, and, and, and research going on there about at least, uh, I guess, you know, typically you'd think about slowing down the accumulation of this, this damage and errors, but in some instances you can see reversals on there for certain hallmarks of aging. I think that's um, you know a key thing that, that the field is looking at now is in terms of a, at a cellular and, and more sort of tissue level, people are aware of these or have categorized aging into these eight or nine different hallmarks, which summarize the different kinds of um, changes and errors that are occurring over time. Mm. Um, so, so having an understanding of that is helping us to to do the research and, and to start seeing how you can influence these processes to a slow them down or in B in some cases try and reverse the effects that we the, the damage that we've seen.
0: Right. You shared some data during the session about the global population over the age of sixty. Do you recall that information?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, um, I mean. Obviously, everyone's well aware of the uh, global population growth and you know, the, the, the projections that are going to reach uh, about 9.7 billion, I think is, is the latest estimates, by 2050. Um, a big part of that growth is going to be in the older adult population. So it's just about just over 2 billion, I think, in, in 2050, or expected to be over 60. And that's double what we're talking about for that population now. So there's a real big increase in the older adult population. Um, just uh, occurring over the next 30 years or so. And it's not just the increase in that number, that, you know, um, it's the ratio or the rate um, proportion of populations that are going to be in this older adult group. Um, so, for instance, you know, Europe and, and North America, you're talking about a third of the population being over 60 at that point. Um, and clearly that has implications in terms of social care, paying for the, um, you know, for the treatment for this older adult population, um, is going to be a real challenge for societies because you're going to have a, a greater number of older adults than, than younger right. people. So I think by 2035, there's more older adults in the U.S. than there are going to be children in the U.S. So, you know, our, our dependency ratio is going is not going to be in a very healthy state. So this is obviously confounded by the fact that, you know, we've seen this increasing lifespan, um, increasing about two years per decade um, on average. Our average lifespan has been... and that obviously means we're going to be living longer and which is contributing towards this population growth but the big problem and, and the real challenge that comes in is the fact that our, our health span so the period of time we remain relatively healthy free from disease isn't showing that same rate of increase so we're just extending that period of, of um, low quality life at the end of our life which is obviously when you require most of the medical treatments etc so it's very expensive time right. so that you know you've got a perfect storm occurring here which really challenged societies.
0: I liked how you said that yesterday in the session. You said, "So is living longer really a good thing? We yeah, <laughs> yeah, need exactly. to look at that."
1: Yeah, you need to live well as well as long.
0: <laughs> so, what are the implications for the market then? Are we able to get in a younger demographic? Are the millennials coming in, or are sure. people more uh, preventive in this in this category?
1: No, I think that's definitely a trend. I mean, obviously, there's you know there's the opportunity there um, for to, uh, lifestyle and, and supplements to contribute towards this to improve the rate that we have uh, the. the the weight that we age, the rate that we age at. Um, so supplements market can definitely contribute towards this and clearly as we've talked about there's an increasing older adult population and they are more likely to buy supplements so you've got organic growth there. But as you say there's a much greater um, uh, need awareness recognition in the younger demographics and that comes from the fact that they're seeing uh, you know, seeing their older relatives and as we've talked about there's clearly going to be more of them around now mm-hmm. because people are living longer and mm-hmm. there's a greater old adult population right. and they're having to care for them as well and, and pay so they, you know, there's this greater awareness that, that these things are happening and our health declines as we age so you're going to try and do things to, to prevent that from happening and I think in particular an awareness around cognitive health and you know, cognitive ageing is one thing where people seem to be particularly worried about this happening to them um, you know, when we see things like Alzheimer's disease rates, et cetera, that's, that's clearly um, a lot of people's biggest fear is is their health declining in terms of not knowing they're themselves anymore. Right,
0: um, right. We focused on um, cognitive health mm-hmm. as, a, as a portion of the session yesterday. Yeah. What are some of the ingredients that you are fond of for cognitive health?
1: Um, well, so Sibelius, we've actually got a, a sage extract product which, which shows improved cognitive performance in, in older adults. So we've got a clinical study showing better cognitive performance in the older adults and and that clearly um, there's an immediate benefit from that so we're talking about specific changes to um, uh, the brain biochemistry neurotransmitters Uh, acetylcholine esterase inhibition so we have high levels of acetylcholine which as we talked about in the session yesterday on cognitive health you get this reduction in in, um, acetylcholine in, in brains as we age so factors like that but equally, they, you know, you're know you looking at effects around inflammation and, and reducing the inflammation and that feeding on to have negative effects on our cognitive performance. So generally, things which are going to help with inflammation there are going to be helpful in the long run on that.
0: Right. I thought it was interesting you mentioned intermittent fasting. I think that's rising in, in popularity out with consumers. Can mm-hmm. you give a little background of, on how that works, how it affects the body, what it looks like?
1: Sure, sure. Um, so... As I mentioned earlier, we've got this notion of, of hallmarks of aging, and one of those hallmarks is, is a, a misregulation of nutrient sensing, so um, there's a number of, we've got a good understanding of the, the network of genes and proteins that are involved in, in in the longevity pathways, regulating essentially a decision of ourselves between growth and reproducing, or, or kind of more hunkering down, recycling and repairing, and nutrient sensing is a key part of that. Um, so if you have higher levels of amino acids or high levels of sugar they're going to be signaling through our, our target rapamycin pathways or our insulin signaling pathways and, and pushing it more towards that growth and reproduction end um, and obviously if you just focus on that you're not getting repair elements going on and this feeds through the Calorie restriction or a dietary restriction is one of the one of the key things that's known to extend lifespan for a long period of time. That the first studies done in the 1930s in rodents, where if you reduce their calorie intake, they live for longer. And pretty much every organism that's been tested in, you can extend the lifespan by reducing their calorie intake in some fashion. Now, that can be on a daily basis, taking it down to maybe 75% of the standard calories. But obviously, that's quite difficult for us as humans to to uh, to stick to, to adhere to. other factors like intermittent fasting now coming in and a much more possible to to deal with so that might be you know things like the 5-2 diet where you're only doing two days a week where you're on a low calorie intake but the other five days you eat normally Um, or it can be ones people looking at very low calorie intake for just one week a month there's there's various different flavors there and the whole notion is by reducing your calorie intake you're reducing that that signaling through these these longevity pathways um, or, or rather pushing them towards the balance which is is around repair and 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 Um, uh, sort of rest and repair essentially, hunkering down against the bad times. Um, The other thing to say there is actually in in some instances you may not even have to eat fewer calories, it might be around uh, where those calories are coming from, the balance in terms of uh, protein and particularly amino acids within that protein or even the time of day you're eating at. There's a lot of uh, this time-restricted feeding data now which is showing if you can compress your feeding to within an 8-hour window and then have 16 hours where you're not taking any further calories on, you can get a lot of the benefits out of that. The effect of the same effects as calorie restriction
0: kind of like everything else in natural products it's such a personalized approach and you need to figure out what works for your body yeah? e-
1: exactly what works your body and, and what works for your mind I guess what can you stick to because it's, <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice and some of them uh, you know people are going to find it easier to stick <laughs> to some things than others personally you know on that front I don't think I could ever do a calorie restriction on, on a daily basis it <laughs> wouldn't work out, for me huh? but five two I think that's easy for me to stick to because it's just you know two days or something you go right, well, I'm just gonna not eat so much today and, and you can you can stick to it if it's a short-term thing I think so. yeah but yeah. you know different for everyone yeah like you I, th-
0: I think I tried vegan for like 10 days and all I was eating was like bagel and carrot sticks <laughs> yeah. so I'm like yeah. this can't be good yeah, for me the beige
1: vegan diet it's not really <laughs> going to help you yeah
0: <laughs> well Dr Edwards is there anything else you'd like to touch on just uh, some parting thoughts for our listeners um, in this healthy aging space
1: Sure, um, I mean I think some of the, the the key things are is that lifestyle choices can can really help influence the rate that we age at and I think it's critical we need to age more healthfully otherwise as I said earlier there's this big challenge on society that's going to happen so if we're living longer but we're putting more pressure on, on the rest of society by being unhealthy at the end of that life, that's not a good thing right. so whatever we can do to try and be more healthy for as long as possible is critical and you know we've already touched on dietary restriction um, as being some important component of that but equally putting our body through low levels of stress in other ways so exercise things like high intensity interval training exposing ourselves to, to low temperatures and um, for short periods also tend to help and and induce these same survival pathways that we're talking about from calorie restriction so that I mean I definitely definitely recommend people to look into the area and see the different options they have to try and stay as healthy as possible and and clearly you know we, we start we're talking about supplements and other things that are that can contribute towards this and, and help these um these 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 lifestyle choices in terms of diet and exercise you can take certain supplements there's certainly drugs like metformin for instance showing very nice activation of these pathways and and essentially mimicking the same benefits of calorie restriction without having to do the calorie restriction necessarily Mm -hmm. so it's a really interesting space and and i think it will you know we're on the cusp of of big, big developments in this area over the next few years
0: and for companies who are formulating in this space, mm-hmm. then are we really looking at the need to um, educate consumers like this is part of a, yep. you know, you need to make lifestyles, this isn't a magic pill kind exactly. of Exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, it's all going to complement. So th- the research is suggesting that these effects are, are additive. So just doing calorie restriction on its own, you might get extra benefits by taking some of these calorie restriction mimetic treatments as well. Um, the, the challenge, I guess, there is, is, yeah, how do you demonstrate that you're ageing more healthily, and more slowly? Because obviously, That's it's true. a very slow process. Um, but there are developments in that area, you know, based around at least now we, we talk about these eight or nine hallmarks of ageing. So you start there's kind of different biomarkers you can start looking at measuring, which give you a projection on someone's biological age, which may differ very, you know, in a very big fashion from what their chronological age is. Right. Just you know, whatever age you are in years isn't necessarily how eight, how old you how old you are how old you feel, feel so Yes, yeah, exactly <laughs> all these kind of things so there are now we're getting closer to having more reliable estimates on that and measurements so the consumer then would be able to say okay right this is where this is what I'm baselining at now if I make these changes to my lifestyle what does that do to me over time and, and so you've got some feedback because it's important for people to have feedback to support their decision to want to carry on doing these lifestyle choices for
0: sure for sure other than just feeling great. and yeah. Well, yeah. I think
1: obviously that will contribute towards <laughs> it. And certainly some of these things you will get, you know, you probably will feel some immediate benefits potentially around energy, etc. Yeah. So that, you know, that should help. But also then we're in this for able- the long haul. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, Dr. Edwards, thanks so much for taking time from your schedule here at Supply Side West. No it was problem. great to have you speak and uh, appreciate you sharing with our listeners.
1: Great. Thank you very much.
0: For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section, You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. This edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast is brought to you by Supply Side West.